Welcome, everyone. Welcome to another episode or show, whatever you want to call it, of everyone's favorite Thursday afternoon podcast on the Mark Sports Talk with your host right here, Mark with a C. We spell it M-A-R-C. Oh, by the way, for those keeping track, we always do this every episode. This is episode number 175. And we always add in 175 consecutive weeks. That gets every week hard. for the last 175 weeks, we have come together and talk sports. How about that? Kanahara, Kanahara, Kanahara. Good for us. Well, I hope everyone had a great summer. Or um, some of you are continuing your summer. Right, it's not over yet. Uh, Labor Day has come and gone. Uh, and yes, we're now in uh, September. So, does anyone have any interesting uh, things to say about anything? How's everybody? Good. 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 <laughs> How are you, Mark? I'm doing good. Doing good. Eye doctor today. You guys go to the eye doctor, of course, once a year, right? Yeah. Eye, eye doctor. Right. Yeah. Uh, I know I'm not supposed to say this because I hope he doesn't log in. <laughs> <laughs> but I try not to start conversations with my eye doctor. Yeah, I try, I don't talk because then he takes his mind off my eyes and starts to. He he's the New York Jets uh, doctor, uh, eye doctor. He does Mets, uh, ophthalmologist, of course. And um, I I don't know. I was wearing my shirt because what's that? <laughs> start talking about about what I do in the sports. And I got a history about uh, he was a track star in Brooklyn College back then and did this. <laughs> I said, how's my eyes? How's my eyes? <laughs> my eyes were good. My eyes were good. But uh, I try not to. Well, great doctor, if he's listening. Great doctor. I love your stories. Because <laughs> I told him I had to get on the show. <laughs> All right. So uh, no one else has anything to, uh, to say before we get going here? Look at you guys. All right. All right I can tell a story. Let me tell a story. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, let me tell a story. Uh, over the summer, I went to a Yankees-Rockies game. And it was a game that is the worst game the Yankees ever lost. They were losing by two runs. They were winning by two runs in the ninth inning. And oh, the Rockies started the game, right? And then they were losing two runs. By, they were winning by two runs in the uh, 11th inning or something. Anyway, the Rockies won the game. Anyway. I went with my entire family and all my friends, and it was a course field, and it was a it was a beautiful, beautiful spot we were sitting because we were sitting in the shade in the back. It was like ninety five degrees, but it was in the shade in the back. Anyway, my granddaughter, who's three, a nice looking uh, a little three year old, she did not have her doll, and by the fifth inning, she was going bonkers. So I figured I'd be nice, and I'd run to the concession. Now, running to the concession. In the West, is hot as hell. And I'm running and running, and I'm sweating bullets. And I go to the other end of the stadium, and I look to see if I can buy something for her. And I bought her a Colorado Rockies Cupid doll, a little doll, a little cute little doll. And I, it was so cute, I, I couldn't wait to bring it back to her. And I run back in the heat, and I run back to the heat, and she's not there. She's at the playground with her father. So <laughs> I take the, the, uh, the uh, Cupid doll, and I put it in my shirt. I can't wait till she comes back. And finally, she comes back with my son. And I go, Emerson, get a load of this. And I go like this. And I show it to her. 
and it scares the crap out of her. And she goes, yeah. And she goes like this. Scared the hell out of her. Cost me $25. And at the end of the game, I had to go back to the concession to get my money back. And that's my story. Oh, you should have saved it until she gets a little older yeah. or whatever. Yeah. No, I, I took a picture of it. I'm going to show it to her one day. You could have had this. Uh, I got one too, Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were at the Yankee game on um, Sunday, the Jewish Heritage Day. I mean, Met game. This nice the hat were at. It looked like New York or actually even Mets, maybe, in Hebrew. Right on the cap. And the game was fantastic, and the Mets won, which was very nice. And the only problem was you had to walk about a half a mile to get to where they were giving out the hats. But anybody who walked there and had a ticket got one of these. Got it yeah. now. You had to That's show it. your you had to show your, your your thing to show you Jewish. <laughs> you did not have to show you were Jewish, no. Nope. <laughs> All right. All right. So why don't we get going, uh, Gerald? It, Gerald, your time, your number, your days are numbered. Your shows are numbered. I'm very Gerald nervous. Highlights report sponsored uh, by the number 175. <laughs> Our show number. What do you have today? Okay, today I'm going to review the 2021 MLB season. These are what I believe to be the key facts about the 2021 MLB season. For the awards and leaders, I will name the National League player followed by the American League player. MVP, the great Bryce Harper and Shohei Otani. Rookie of the Year, Jonathan India and Randy Arozarena. Cy Young, Corbin Burns and Robbie Ray. Batting averages, Trey Turner, what's happened to you? And, yeah. y- and Yuli Gurriel. Home runs, Fernando Tatis Jr., who was suspended last year for 80 games, and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and Salvador Perez shared the home run lead for the American League. RBIs, Adam Duval and Salvador Perez, ERA, Corbin Burns, and Robbie Ray. Some interesting highlights of the 2021 MLB season. On June 20th, New York Yankees tied the record uh, for a season when they turned their third triple play of the season, Mike. Wow. Yerman Mer- Mercedes became the first MLB player in the modern era to record eight hits in his first eight at-bats of the season. That's pretty good. On August 22nd, Miguel Cabrera recorded his 500th home run. On Ju- June 24th, one-dimensional Kyle Schwaber became the first player in MLB history to homer 12 times from the leadoff spot across 13 games. On July 5th, Albert Pujols became the fourth player to reach 6,000 total bases for a career. Wow. On October 3rd, Otani became the, the first player in MLB history to have at least 45 home runs, 25 stolen bases, 100 RBIs, and eight triples in a season. On on August 16th, the great Joey Votto recorded his 2000th career hit. On October 3rd, 
Vladimir Guerrero Jr. It is 48th home run of the season. That established the record for the most home runs in a season by a 22-year-old or younger. It's pretty good. On September 29th, Marcus Seaman hit his 44th home run of the season, thereby setting the record for the most home runs in the season by a second baseman. And we all remember Davey Johnson. Then mm. I forget him. On May 17th, the great Garrett Cole set an MLB record for most strikeouts without a walk at 59, Mike. Wow. Here's a very abbreviated summary of the 2021 World Series season. The Atlanta Braves beat the Houston Astros four games to two. The MVP was Jorge Soler. Here are some uh, composite statistics. The Braves hit 239 and the Astros 224. The ERAs of the, Bra of the Braves was 306 and Houston was 433. And that concludes my report for the 2021 MLB season. Okay, a couple of people gonna comment. I'm gonna comment too. Fred, you're first. Yeah, Gerald, I wanna ask you a question. I don't know if anybody knows the answer to this. Jorge Soler was the World Series MVP. Is he the only World Series MVP who was not with his team at the beginning of the season? Who was like acquired in the trade? I, w I wonder if that's the case. Wow, uh, that's a great question. That's a draw. I, that's a draw for the Elias Sports. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. Yeah, I just wonder. I about know. That. You got to go back to every World yeah. Series, every every yeah. MVP, and then check just, every record. Because if, if you remember, the Braves acquired, I think, four guys. Yep. At the trading um, deadline, Rosario, Solar, and I, I forget who else, but two other guys at the trade deadline who were, who were instrumental in them in them winning. I bet that it's happened before. My, I don't know. I think so. I'll try to look it up, Fred. Larry, you notice that Otani is not only uh, not pitching; he hasn't been in the lineup for quite a while now. Yeah, he's he strained something in oblique. No, yeah. I forget what. Another no. thing. Another no, thing. I think somebody said he's going to need a procedure done on it. Yeah, yeah. But he's, he's deciding if she if she go with Tommy John or something else. Yeah, undecided. Uh, of course, the longer you wait, to the Brock Purdy injury last year. What's that? I'm sorry. It's it's similar to the injury that Brock Purdy got in that uh, yeah. game against Philadelphia. It's the same oh. tendon or whatever that is. And he, and didn't, and he didn't go for Tommy John. It's Solaire. That's right. Exactly. That's right. Solaire, yeah. not Solar. Solaire. You got Espanol. Uh, Trey Turner, you mentioned, uh, uh, Joe. He he was hot the last couple of weeks. I think it's yeah, five home runs in five consecutive days, right? Yeah, he's been coming right. on. He's hot, he's, but he, he, he's, he's been about stats. 375 since August 4th. Yeah, he's come he's, on late in the season. Now, who who is that person who had eight hits in his first eight times at bat? I didn't recognize the name. Gerald. Um, Yerman Mercedes. Oh, from the White Sox? Oh, I, I remember him. Yeah, White Sox. Yeah. I think you're right. The White Sox. I, I think they later sent him down in the same year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If my memory's right, I think and I don't even know if he's in if he's playing anymore. I don't think he's in the NFL. I have, and, and be, I mean, and right. playing that, not NFL. And you mentioned Joey Votto. Yeah. Uh, Joey Votto's had a great career. I mean, oh, what a awesome. great, what a great candidate. I got a question for Joey. We're on top of each other. Uh, what did you say, Gerald, about Joey Votto? He's a, he's a great ambassador for baseball and for Canada. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. We'll get some nice Hall of Fame votes when it's his time is due. I think so. Uh, yeah. Steven? I got a question for Jerry. Didn't Don Clendenin win the MVP in 69? That's right. He was late. He was there all year. That's right. They got him in the training. That's right, Steve. Correct. You go. I think you're right. Give yourself ten extra points. That's right, Steve. And it's Marcus Simeon, not Marcus Seaman. It's Simeon. I might have to clarify that for for our audience out there. Michael, what do you got? I just want to ask Jerry if he'd be interested. I have a suggestion. You're getting up to 2022, 2023. I'm wondering, considering you research all of this, if you have it still on record, on file, and if you want to go back to the very first year you've done it and do reports of the same years going all the way up again, but use different source material and find a similar amount of information starting from the first year you ever started and well, just do it all over again. What do you well, think? I, I had an He's idea. got something planned. He's got something planned yeah. once his days are numbered with these, with these years. <laughs> you, you know, germane to that, I just wanted to say this, germane to that, I started reviewing the 1946 season and incrementally uh, uh, the year after. Theoretically, I could I could review 1945, 1944, etc. Right. 1941 was an absolutely great year. But uh, the Mario streak and Williams hitting over 400, etc. But uh, there'll be a new venue. <laughs> New, right. new venue. God bless you, Jerry. The, the boss vetoed it. NBA. <laughs> Something different. All right, let's move on, okay? Good job there. And uh, we're almost done. Uh, Milton, you have been right. that tune this week? Yes, sir. T this song was a big, big hit in 1959. In the background. 1959. However, it represents, it was very, very popular through the 1930s because it represented the Roaring Twenties and the Depression era afterwards. With the moral of the story is to not give up and be prepared. And this was the big hit from 1961. On Skyliners, Jimmy Beaumont and the Skyliners. Wow, very good. Wow. That's very, a Skyliners. Very good. Jimmy Beaumont, wow. Jimmy Beaumont and what the was their other big number one hit? Wow, wow. I'm impressed with that. You guys, good good job. Job. I swear. The, the other big hit was Since I Don't Have You. You should yep. okay. it's I swear. Great, uh, Jimmy Beaumont, one of the great voices of that uh -huh. era, but it was a reflection of the times, the 20s they and the 30s. Pittsburgh. What a great singer he was. Absolutely. A good song. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's a standard. You know, you go to a show, any shows, and you got a singer there. That could be one of the songs they sing. Yeah. Really nice. Okay. Good job on that. Uh, hey, Milton. Go ahead. Milton. Go ahead. Yes. 
Can you hear me? Yeah. Did you we hear you. Larry Chance passed away yesterday. I did not know that, but oh, he wow. was one of my favorite singers with the Earls. Yeah, 82 right. years old. Oh, man, what? Yeah, I right. saw him in person many times. Yeah, you know, that was a great song by him, I believe. Ah, uh, you're right. Milton, Milton, Larry Chance. What was he? Who? What character did he play on Imus in the Morning? What was that? What character did Larry Chance play on Imus in the Morning? <laughs> I, Anyone know? No, I don't know. Anybody don't know. ready for this? Yeah. He was the voice of Geraldo Santana Banana. Huh. <laughs> How's that? Very nice. Very nice. All right. Let us move. By the on. way, the, one of their big hits was Remember Them. Remember yeah, that was, the big, that was the big How old was how old was he? Eighty-two. Eighty-two? Yeah. Boy, do I feel old. Oh god. Yeah. Older than that. But anyway, All music right. keeps you going. Music is good. Yeah. Cool. Do you know, Mark, any any song you ever listen to, you could put yourself back in time where you were, who you were yeah, with at the time. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Correct. But it's I can't a, believe you know all these inside stories. How do you know these inside stories? You know I'm what? Because I, I do. I just knew the history of rock and roll. Right. Know, and, yeah. That's very good. So you don't look that up? You just know it? Some of it, when I when I look up the song, because I have to get the exact month of the year, yeah, they yeah. give you a little information. Ah, about, good, good, good. Yeah, in other words, I always research a little bit of, that's how I, like, I know. I like those little stories. Things. I like those stories. Steve, what? Milton, there's a great show on Broadway. It's called Rock and Roll Man. It's about Alan. Yeah, 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 I, yeah I, I saw that. that, that I yeah. saw that. That's great. Yeah, I saw great it show. too. Right. I got that's a question, the, Milton. What yeah, was yeah. Really in your mind the greatest slow dance, slow dance 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 music to dance to, to dance to? Sixteen candles. That's great. That's Good great. Choice. We the always, we always Johnny Maestro and, and the and the crests. Right. I only have eyes for you, flamingos. The flamingos. The flamingos are terrific. Hey, Mark, too. I think we're going to have to do music on Tuesdays. I think also we're going to have to do standard. music on Tuesdays too. Uh, Gerald, go ahead. Milt, we, we cannot, uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention that uh, he was the Duke of Earl. Remember, I said that uh, no, right. I didn't the hear Duke, that, I'm Duke, sorry. Duke of Earl. Yeah. Right. Who was the Duke, Duke of Earl? Duke, Duke. Gene Chandler. Gene Chandler. Right. Well, right. I have right. songs Duke, every Duke week for you guys. Earl. I got a lot Duke, of good Duke stuff Earl. here. Yeah. And you remember Gene Chandler's uh, 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 brother was, uh, was Don Chandler, the kicker. Uh, Duke of Earl was Duke of Earl. All right, let's, let's move on. Let's move on. Back to let's move on. All right, uh, beep beeps. I know uh, Larry has one, and I have three. Uh, do you remember yours, Larry? I, I can't remember it. I tried to find it. I, I wrote it down. It. I wrote it down. So <laughs> Larry had, um, his name was Keybert Ruiz, K-E-I-B-E-R-T. Keybert. I never yeah, heard that name in my entire life. I never heard that name. Uh, he's a catcher. He's pretty good. He's a catcher. Washington with, the, uh, yeah. with your team, with the Nationals. Yeah. yeah, right. yeah, yeah. They got him from the Dodgers. Right. Yeah. Basically for Trey Turner. But he's got right, a name yes. called Keybert. Is that how you pronounce it? Keybert? Thanks. I guess. Okay. So, 
that or Kybert. All right, sure. here's a couple more. I got the Jonah Bride, the B R I D E, like like uh, what's the husband, husband and bride, bride and groom. Jonah Bride, an A's bride and groom. And then the bride and groom. So what's the uh, bride and groom? Right, groom, groom. Sorry, yeah. And and Trey Cabbage. Cabbage. <laughs> first baseman with the Angels. Trey Cabbage. Right there. And the Angels have a shortstop named Kyren, K-Y-R-E-N. Last name is Paris. Paris. You don't see too many Parises. Baba Paris. It was a Baba Paris. But, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Troy Donahue movie, Paris. Uh, okay. Let's Together. move on. Let's move on to this day in sports. What are we? September 7th. Right. I got a couple of these here. In 1880, some guy named George Legowski, he patents a device to throw clay pigeons at trap shooters. Good. So that, wow. that, that sport that people do... He developed in 1880. Oh, skeet uh, shooting. Huh? Is that, called, is, that, is that what's called skeet shooting? Yeah. 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 George yeah. Legowski was the one in, in 1880. 1892. Boxer, James Corbett, KO's 4-1 favorite and defending world champion, John L. Sullivan, get this in eight one rounds. You know, James Corbett lived in Bayside. That's right. Yeah. Oh, really? There's uh, a street name for him somewhere there. That's right. I, think, I think he's still around in that in that apartment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 1896. This one I was I thought was a little confusing. A guy named A H A period H period Whiting wins the first first automobile race held on a closed circuit track in Rhode Island. But I thought cars were discovered in the early early nineteen hundreds. Anyone know history of cars? Whether as what kind of cars were they were they having? In I think they had some in the late eighteen nineties. Yeah, prototypes. I don't, I don't know. They were like is there electric in those? That yeah, it was electric. Sure. They had electric cars. They just yeah. didn't go very far. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's eighteen ninety six. They wind it up. Yeah. Um, let's see. How fast did he go? I don't know. I don't know. 1941. But there's a lot of tennis stuff with the U.S. Open going yeah. on. The, the U.S. Open back in those days, it was called the United States National Championship in tennis. Well, in 1941, Bobby Riggs. Remember Bobby Riggs? Sure. Well, he beat by Billy Jean King. He beat Frank. Right. That's for, for the trophy, for the title. Bobby Riggs is gone, right? Think so. Yeah. Think so probably. Fifty-two Yankees. Johnny Mize pinch hit the Grand Slam home run to give the Yankees a win, and giving Johnny Mize a home run in all fifteen major league parks. Remember, there are just sixteen parks back in those days. So he, <coughs> fifteen of them. Let's see. In fifty-three, Roy Campanella sets a catcher record for one hundred and twenty-five on this day. He had 125 for the year. He goes on and has 142. Wow. Year. wow. He stayed healthy. Yeah, amazing. And, uh, uh, 55, Whitey Ford becomes the fifth major league pitcher at the time with consecutive one-hitters. 
Hmm. I'm sure somebody's duplicated that over the years. Uh, here's a guy you probably remember. Al Order. Remember Al Order? O-E-R-T-E-R. New Hyde Park. Right? In 1960, discus thrower. He wins his second of four gold Olympic medals, and this was in Rome. Four consecutive uh, Olympics. He was 18 when he won his first one. Right. 18, 22, 26, and 30. Six and 30, right. He went to Sawanica High School. That's right. right. What about him? Is he alive or dead? We gotta find out. Uh, in 1968, remember Virginia Wade, England's tennis player? Yes. 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 Uh, in 68, she beats Billie Jean King at the U.S. Open. I thought that was good. In 1970, the White Sox used a record 41 players in a doubleheader, and they lose both games. But they used 41 players combined. Let's see. In 1972, American athletes Vincent Matthews and Wayne Collett finished 1-2 in the 400 meters at the Munich Olympics. On the medal stand, they act very casual, didn't, fl- didn't face the flag during the U.S. Il- uh, national anthem, and they were banned for the Olympics for life. For the Olympics, people banned them for life for the way they acted on the, the medal stand. In 73, a guy named Mike Storen becomes the fourth commissioner of the ABA. Uh, don't tell me, don't ask me, I don't know who the first and second and third was. The Bush was one of them. But the fourth. I wonder where yeah. the Bush was in that order. I think and, George Mikan was the first one. And I think the Bush might have been the last that one. sounds right, Fred. We should find out. Uh, Spain's Manuel Arantes. Remember tennis? Wins uh, yeah. his only Grand Slam title by upsetting Jimmy Connors. That's in 1975. In 78. On this day was the first game of the famous Boston Massacre as the Yankees beat the Red Sox 15-3. to Remember the Boston Marathon? They came in there yeah. four in a row with big scores. Oh, yeah. 79, the Entertainment and Sports Programming, Programming Network, ESPN, debuts on this day in 1979. 1980, we've talked about this a few times, and I believe Billy Martin was the manager. The A's pitcher, their record, 78th complete game for the season. I guess that was Billy Martin back in those days, right? Uh, let's see. 84. Dwight Gooden strikes out 11, uh, giving him a rookie record of 236 Ks. Pretty good. Dwight Gooden. Uh, oh, here's a good one. 1986, the Cleveland Browns become the first NFL team in history to have a play reviewed by instant replay versus the Bears. The Bears won the game, but that was the first time they ever used the instant replay. 86, 1986. And also in 86, Dan Marino throws his 100th TD pass and becomes the fastest to, to, uh, to 100. Uh, 88, Guy Lafleur and Tony Esposito and Brad Park inducted into Hockey's Hall of Fame. 91, Monica Seles wins her first U.S. title, beating Martina Navratilova. Uh, 92, Major League Baseball Commissioner Faye Vincent resigns, and then Bud Seeley becomes 
uh, temporary interim, and eventually they named him permanent. In 93, former card, former Yankee, Mark Witten, hits four home runs and 12 RBIs in one game. That was his career, right? Mm. Uh, in 2002, Serena Williams beats her sister Venus for her second U.S. Open. Let's see. In 2003, this is Andy Roddick's year. This was, I believe, the last American, American year. Uh, uh, U.S. Open, 2003. So it's been 20 years. In 2007, right. Curtis Granderson. He had a pretty good run with both the Yankees the and, and then the Mets. Tiger. Mostly with the Tigers. It's funny run, making him sixth major league player since 1990 with 20 homers, 20 doubles, and 20 triples in the same oh, season. And I think I'll end it like that. I think but, he also led the American League with the Yankees in strikeouts. Yeah. Man. Little player, you know, uh, did his job. Seemed like a real mm-hmm. nice guy, too. Never talked to him. Educated guy. Very educated. Cheryl, right, you're first. I have a list of the seven ABA commissioners George Mike in 1967 and 69, James Carlson Gardner, 1969, interim commissioner, Jack Dolph, 1969 to 72, Bob Carlson, 1972 to 73, Mike Storen, 73 to 74, Ted Munchak. 74 to 75, and Dave DeBusher, 75 to 76. Wow. Very good. Mike? Yeah. Uh, 25 years ago, uh, they celebrated mm-hmm. the anniversary of Cal Ripken's record-breaking tw- tw- 2,131 consecutive, consecutive games. It was uh, September 6th, so I guess it was yesterday, uh, mm-hmm. and there was a celebration in Camden Yards yesterday. Yeah, yeah, okay. I did a few times today on the on the on the radio. Okay, let's go on to sports stories by Larry, sponsored Yay, Larry. sponsored by Broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> I say it's broccoli, and I say eat it. My story this week is entitled "How Is Lionel Messi Doing with Inter Miami?" As you recall from my June soccer story, the thirty-seven-year-old Argentinian Lionel Messi top Pelé with 870 goals in his 19-year career so far. And in mid-July, Lionel came to play in America for the Inter-Miami team. But how is Messi doing now? In his first five Inter-Miami games between 21 July and 11 August, Messi scored an impressive eight goals. It is surprising to many analysts that Lionel did so well so quickly for his new team in America. Further, Messi helped the Inter-Miami team move out of last place. Finally, Lionel helped Inter-Miami secure their first ever spot in the League's Cup Final, American team competition against Mexican League teams, that achievement also will send into Miami to their first ever CONCACAF Champions Cup next year. That cup is a contest between clubs from North America, Central America, and the Caribbean. That completes my story for this week. I don't even know why they call themselves into Miami. What the hell does that mean? 
Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. Anyone, anyone know? No. Yeah, they had. They, they, there's a Spanish uh, name that has international in it, and so they they shortened it for America to be inter. Oh, international Miami. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Can't be called Miami. All right, all right. And you know, well, I heard that they have uh, those when, in Europe too, right? Inter Milan. I heard when he came over and started playing with that team. Uh, I heard that they they was the the opponents were saying, "Let him score a goal; it'll look good." Mm -hmm. <laughs> in one game, he came in off the bench and he scored a goal to win the game. I know he, he didn't play in every game. Let's see. Let's get away from him. <laughs> All right, good story. Anybody else want to comment on that? All right. Go ahead. Let's move on. Mark, Joe has his hand Joe up. Joe has yeah. his hand up. Joe has his hand up, Mark. Who has yeah. it? Joe, I'm sorry. I just oh. wanted to ask Larry, is he putting uh, people in the stands? Oh, yeah. That's definitely putting people in the stands. He is. And the, the, price tickets, going up. the price of tickets have gone way up. They were going to be playing. Okay. They were going to, the game a few weeks ago against um, the Rebels. Hello, baby girl. That they filled up the stadium, and then they reports were not going to play. Wow. People were very, very upset. He eventually played in that game. They're satisfied. That's, that's the game he scored the goal, the winning goal. I think so, Roger. Okay. Yeah, this Mark. This reminds me when the the Cosmos signed Calais. It was a similar kind of thing. It was a big rush of you know interest and. Filling up the stands. I think the Cosmos were out drawing the Yankees at that point, too. They were putting like huh. the Outdads wow. in the Meadowlands. So, yeah. But the, Co the Cosmos were a New York team, New York Jersey team, and they filled up they filled up the Meadowlands. Yeah. yeah. I, went. I don't know yeah. where they're playing their games. Yeah. My dad took me, yeah. Into Miami. <laughs> All right. Miami, yeah. Yankees and Jets Rants, sponsored by Bubblegum. Okay, Bubblegum. That's great. Well, with the Jets, I finished watching all of the uh, Hard Knocks, and every Jet fan should be watching that. It was really, really great, and it really uh, conveyed the image of the Jets being not a good team, but a great team. Everywhere you want to look in that lineup, and that roster, they are terrific. They have uh, the best defensive backsheet that maybe in the league, right? Uh, so I've scored there, and uh, I've got the other, name, the other guy on the other side, but they're both terrific. Reed. Uh, what was his name, uh, Fred? DJ, DJ Reed, I think. Reed DJ, is his last right, name. Right. Terrific. As good as you'd ever want to see. And uh, I mentioned uh, last week, it was really cool watching Sluss Gardner and uh, Garrett uh, go against each other. Very, very talented uh, defensive back and and, uh, and pass receiver. Uh, it's, a, it's a great team. And uh, they, they could go any which way. They could really run the table and get into the playoffs and go far, or it could mushroom the other way. They could lose to the uh, first, the Bills and all of a sudden go 0-2, and, and they could just possibly lose a lot of these games and, and not go anywhere. And I feel that one of the reasons that might happen is the coaching. The The coaching looked good on hard knocks, but you'd never know. Uh the uh, offensive line, of course, is supposed to be the weakness of the team. But yeah. they have Tucker and they have uh, Beckton. If they get coached right, it should work. They have uh, Source Gardner, yeah. who is incredible. Uh, Cook is the other one who came on. He figured he should go onto, onto the Jets. And they should be very, very good. Uh, yesterday was very interesting. Uh, uh, it showed uh, Aaron Rodgers... And he allowed uh, a friend from the olden days onto the field. 
And apparently uh, Aaron Rodgers had a UFO saw, UFO sighting that uh, went to every newspaper. So he believes in UFOs and all that. But uh, I think that the Jets have all the personnel. And I think depend, depending on how they get coached is how far they're going to go. And, and that's the Jets. Now, pivoting to the Yankees, uh, to I'm not on the bandwagon, okay? They uh, won a few games. They had, I think they won five games in a row. And uh, they were at one time 11 games out of the last wild card. Now they're only six and a half, but they have to vault over a lot of teams. Now, here's what, it would take. here's what it would take for me to get onto the bandwagon. And that would be tonight's game, believe it or not. Tonight's game, uh, tonight's game, uh, Rodon is pitching. All right. I feel that the Yankees must win this game tonight. Obviously, they have to keep winning. And Rodon has to start to pitch like a gem, like a real uh, co-ace. Because so far, he has not. He has trouble going past four innings. And Boone gets scared. He takes him out in the fourth inning. And uh, this game over here, if they win this game, they have a rotation with uh, Schmidt, who's pitching well, and hopefully Rodon will be pitching well. Cole is the ace, okay? And they have a nice round of pitchers, and they have a nice uh, assortment of middle relief pitchers. And even though uh, Holmes is a little clumsy, of a little dribble that gets hit to him, he's doing fine as a uh, closer. So they could continue this win streak. Now they're having three. If they win tonight, then they'll play three games against the Red Sox. And if they win that series or even sweep that series, they vault over them. And then they have to start uh, looking towards Toronto. And they have to start looking towards, I I forget the other team. But tonight is the key game. Right, right. So tonight is the key game in my mind. And uh, it'll be a lot of fun. It's also a lot of fun if you uh, listen to John Sterling's call of this uh, left home run by the Martian. Very, very uh, entertaining. And the Martians, Jason, Jason, right? right? Incredible. And the re- and the, and by the way, that home run by the Martian was not high and it was not far. It was, it was the, yeah. fans, in right? the first row. In the first <laughs> row. So uh, that, that was that, that, that was the most uh, uh, effervescent home run call by Sterling yeah. that I've ever heard him call yeah. home run. El, El Marcion or something like that, right? they had things going. But I want to ask you guys a question, obviously. Let's suppose the miracle occurs and they do get into the playoffs. Obviously, Bowers will be back on first. And uh, who else? Uh, McKinney will be back in the outfield because they can't bring these kids up. Now, what if there is an injury? Can they bring up any of these players if somebody gets hurt? Can can you foresee, uh, if they get into the playoffs, that you can sneak somebody like the Martian in there. That's my question, and although, and that's also my my whole uh, speech. Michael, two things. Yeah. First, I want to tell you, if they put back the other players, they'll lose in the first round and play as lousy as they did with them. The only shot they have is with some of these new kids. Otherwise, it's the same old thing. You well, saw where they went. By the way, the UFO that he saw, Aaron Rodgers. I think that was the Martian. I think that was Domingo's. <laughs> That's possible. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, Mike, the reason they're doing something is with these young, including Wells, the, the, the new catcher, Wells, the the catcher. Pitchers. 
if you go back to the same thing that they had, I don't think next year you'll see the same team you saw this year. I heard Steinbrenner is going to redo everything all the way from the beginning. You know, just get rid of a lot of different things that have caused this. They they hired some type of publicity um, agents to go through the whole organization, why they were doing so poorly. I mean, I'm, I'm hopeful like you, but you're not going to win with those other guys. I don't know if you agree or not. Danny? They're not going to win with Cashman as the GM. Danny? No, they're not. But I'm with you. Let's hope that let these kids play. Hey, look, Cabrera, when the Marlins won the World Series, what was he, 19 or 20 years old also? They should have this guy in center field in the playoffs. While all these stinky players were playing on the Yankees, these players were in the minors and were not brought up. Who the heck knows what what would have happened if they were brought up earlier in the season? It could have been a whole different season. I agree with you, Mike. You know, and also you got to look back. Look at all the games that Boone threw away. But if you look at something else, looking to the future, you got these two new kids that were brought up, center fielder and a catcher. Why right. do they have in common to the great teams of the of the of the near Solid up the middle. What? No. Solid not, up the middle. You have a you have a center fielder mm-hmm. and a catcher. Uh, both switch hitters. What does that remind you of? Uh-huh. Posada and Williams. Bernie Williams and Posada, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. All the great, as far as since I've Yogi been Baron, and Mickey Mantle. the Yankees, all the great teams have yeah. always had. The Pharaoh had lefty. And Volpe is okay. The crap is they didn't have a switch hitter. And Volpe is good at shortstop. He's good enough. Yeah. yeah, but if there's an injury, can they bring up any of the kids if they get into the playoffs? I That's think my question. Can. I think well, I would imagine. I imagine you place. If, if, if it's a miracle if they make it, that you stay with the with the cards that they have. That's what they got here, and not get rid of them. It's ridiculous. Uh, by the way, uh, Michael, they're playing the Brewers this week. Right. Three games. Right. The Red Sox. They're playing next, next week. Next week they're playing the Red Sox four games in Boston, Monday to Thursday. Right. Four games against the Brewers. Three yeah, Brewers this weekend. This weekend. And and Toronto is playing Toronto and Texas are playing Oakland and Kansas City. So they need help mm-hmm. from those teams. And the Red Sox are playing the Orioles. Yeah. So they need they need they need to win and they need help from other teams. Yeah. yeah. And I think yeah. this the the next eight. Sample size, it's only been six games, right? Yeah, and if they should get into the playoffs, First I, don't, I don't know if past history means anything, but they would play the Twins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know the first round. Yeah, there, Joe. I used to like when the roster was expanded to 40 on September 1st, seeing all those young players. Now, what is it, 20, 26? 28. Two more, two more. Yeah, and why did they do that? Why did they I take away? Anyone know why? Well, well, yeah, because yeah, some, te- some teams want money probably. One at a time. I can't hear anything. Um, Stephen, go ahead. Why? Because they had pinch runners and pinch hitters. That's how that the thing you said about the White Sox having forty-one guys. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, it just I, it, I it, it diluted the game. But you rewarded the players. Uh, the, uh, giving them a chance to come up, I thought that was good. Yeah, I kind of like that. I, I, I would like it if they did it for I, like the I, bottom five teams. I'm against the clock, so um, that's how I am. 
Let's, uh, no one else has a comment. Let's go on. Oh, the other thing. Let's go on to uh, Mets Moments by Joe from New Jersey, sponsored yes. by the letter J for Joe. <laughs> or Jew. By the way. Hey, guys. So, I, Hey, Joe. They're finally playing the kids. It's like hell is frozen over. <laughs> Mauricio looks pretty good. I mean, it's early, but he looks good. Yeah. He's feeling, yeah. running pretty well as all. Also, uh, Beatty, two beautiful defensive plays at third in the last two games. Right. Let's see if he can do it consistently. And he also got a couple of hits. He got a bloop single, but it looked like a line drive in the uh, in the box score. Uh, Vientos hit a home run. Alvarez finally broke out of his uh, month-long homer slump and hit a three-run homer. And they won the game two nights ago beautifully, the way they should have won. They had a much better team than the uh, yes than Washington. And then last night, uh, mm. the guy pitched well. I think, what's his name? Budo? Budo yeah. pitched six yeah, innings without giving well, up any Very runs. well. His, uh, his, his yes. uh, velocity was up. He was around the strike zone. And then they imploded because they don't have a bullpen, and that's uh, that's, that's going to yeah, kill them. Last few games, they're losing because they of have the no. Bullpen. Even if even if Diaz comes back and he's as good as he was, and there's no saying that he, no knowing how he'll be. You know, the relief pitchers are notoriously uh, up and down, erratic, mm. and we'll see what happens. But they have nothing. They have no. They have no bridge to get to him. Yeah, they have true. nobody in the seventh and eighth. Um, that's uh, you know, Drew Smith, maybe if he can learn how to spot uh, his pitches, uh, possibly. I don't know what's left in the tank for um, uh, Adovino, but you know, I'm not, I don't, I don't get a warm and fuzzy feeling when I see him walk in. And uh, maybe out of all the rest of the guys, fan. the only one that shows me anything occasionally is Bickford, the rest of them. I don't know. I don't see anything. They just imploded Brilliant. last night. Well, yeah. What about Brooke, Brooks Raley? Yeah, maybe. Great game, great game Sunday, though. Excellent game yeah. Sunday. I know, yeah, but well, they've been totally, yeah. totally yeah. inconsistent. And the, the last thing I want to say is that they're. it looks as if they're going to go after Stearns. But I've read in more than one place that the Astros are also. Uh, yeah, I heard that, too. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. The Astros are a pretty yeah. deep-pocketed yeah. team. Come home. Yeah. Apparently, well, Joe. I think his I wife is from Houston. So yeah, I, don't I was going to say he he met his wife in Houston. He was with the Astros. You, yeah. I think I saw that. So That's I don't know. Get a little harder. So I'd like to see him come. I'd like to see him come to the, uh, he's worked with Apple, Billy Epler before, and that might help. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. And that's my report. Thank you. Thank Larry. you, Larry. Big series coming up against the Twins out right. in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Larry, Larry, Larry. I mean, who, who, I, I just want to say one other thing, I guess. Is that, who puts the schedule together? Who wants to see the Mets play the Twins at this time of the year? I want to see, I want that's to see games the, the Twins fans. The Twins fans. Know, they're going to play the Braves, yeah. I think, next week, right? Who wants know. to see the Twins? Who cares? Larry, yes. Uh, Lindor may, may be getting his third gold glove, if, uh, but he's, his competition is Swanson. Right? Swanson? Yeah. 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 Atlanta. 
He's been playing. He's been fielding Cubs. very well lately, yeah. uh, Lindor. Oh, Cubs, sorry. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Did you yeah. see that very play good. he made on well, Saturday? I think it's off the political wow. whatever or who you know because yeah. it's a voting thing. What? Who does it? The uh, the sports writers? I don't even know. I know. I believe so. I think even every or, or well, executive baseball executive. Certain metrics, though. It's not. It's not it just go by statistics. Doesn't go by statistics. You know, I'm no, cool. they follow. They follow some metrics. You know, the, the ball goes to shortstop a lot, so they get a lot yeah. of you know a lot of uh, chances. If I have twelve errors and you have thirteen errors, you know, Gerald. Just to totally digress, and I know I mentioned this previously. I'm fascinated with the Texas Rangers, their general manager and owner. First, they go ahead, regardless of his uh, injury history, and they signed the ground to a five-year, uh, $185 million contract. Then they acquired Scherzer, who has shown us over the last couple of years, he's been on the IL, he runs out of gas toward the end of the year. So they take on Scherz. I know. I know. Part of his contract is being paid for. I get it by uh, uh, by Cohen, but I just don't understand their philosophy. They they keep on taking on players who I think have nothing in the tank. They're geriatric, and they're probably going to get but, knocked but, out. But, also. but then they've had some good signings: Seager and Simeon. What would they? Or we see they're, you know. they're probably at. They probably is. We'll, we'll sign as many guys as we can, and and, and hopefully some of them will be good. Right. right. Padres did that. But they may yeah. not make the playoffs. They may not. Padres, they're Padres right, now, right, right now, they're not in the playoffs. They're not. Well, they're a half game behind Toronto again. Yeah. Did you, did you, see, what did? Did you see what Houston did to them? Fourteen runs, one game, twelve, another eleven. Yeah. Yeah. Houston uh, is. It, and Scherz is stunk yesterday. Yeah. Right. And he started against Verlander. He started against Verlander, yeah. He only gave yeah. up seven runs in three innings, Gerald. What do you want? Right. <laughs> yeah, that's good. What's up, Stephen? The uh, the gold glove is voted on by the manager and six coaches on each team. Right. Uh, okay. Oh, that's good. That's good. Joe? Yeah, I just want to say I agree with, uh, I agree with Gerald about Scherzer. And I was going to say that, you know, in, in big games, when he was with the Mets last year, he came up short, and the same thing happened yesterday. This was a must-win game for Texas because yeah, they're yeah. right now they're out of the uh, they're out of the wild card. Yeah, they have yeah. to keep going, and he just imploded. I don't know what did you blame it on this time. I don't know, Joe. It's a good question. Oh, the age, age, and yeah. Yeah, well, look what happened to Verlander against the Yankees. Can't, yeah, can't blame it on age. He pitched against Verlander yesterday. He's older. <laughs> Verlin yeah. is married to Kate Upton. <laughs> Keeps them Let's move on. New York Giants stuff by right. sponsored by Talcum Powder. Okay, well, we're, we're almost here. Game one, Giants versus Dallas Sunday night. I am optimistic about the Giants, but there are some things that concern me. You never know in the NFL. The Giants have five rookies who are going to play big, big roles this year. They're starting two guys at cornerback, Devontae Banks, their number one draft choice, who was going to probably going to be a starter from day one. And then Trey Hawkins, who came out of nowhere, is a six-round draft choice out of Old Dominion, who 
really impressed in training camp and in the exhibition games, but now we're for real. And then they, when they moved Jackson to the slot, John Michael Schmitz is going to be starting at center. He's an old rookie. He's 24 years old. He spent six years in college. So hopefully he'll be good. The, num- the number one returner, a punt and kick returner, is Eric Gray, a fifth-round draft choice. And they expect Jalen Hyatt, who is a third-round draft choice, not to start, but to play a decent role as a wide receiver. So hopefully all these rookies pan out. And also you have to be concerned until he can prove it. Evan Neal at right tackle. You know, number seven pick overall in the 2022 draft did not have a good year. Sort of mirrored what Andre Thomas did in his first year and who has now become one of the best left tackles in football. Hopefully Neal can can mirror Thomas and have a, you know, much improved year as, as um, in his second year at right tackle. And the, the, they solidified they're going to have a three-man rotation at guard. Hopefully that works out well. So and the, and their schedule is not easy. Of their first eight games, they're playing Dallas Dallas this week at, at home. The next week, you know, on paper looks like a, an easy win against the Cardinals out there. But then game three is a Thursday night in San Francisco, and they also play Dolphins, Bills, Seahawks, Jets, all among the first eight games. So you know they conceivably could be one and you know one and two. Hopefully they will beat Dallas. And we'll see. And I just wanted to make one point about Michael's yeah, coaching. Yeah, Michael, I think you're right about the coaching. I don't think it's the coach players. I think the Jets, until they can prove it, they need to, you know, clock management. Salah is not the greatest when it when it comes to clock management. And I think it's it's the in game is going to prove itself. And and they could they easily could be zero and two, but you can't be discouraged if they go zero and two. If you might remember. One of the giant Super Bowl years, they started out 0-2 and they won. So let's not get, you know, for either team, let's not get discouraged if they have a bad, you know, not a great start. But I'll be discouraged if they lose to Arizona, the Giants. And the season tonight, boys and girls. Tonight, Detroit and Kansas City. Yeah. By the way, does anybody know, is Travis Kelsey playing tonight? I think he opted out at the last second. I think they scratched him. He's not going to. Yeah, yeah, must be hurting. All right. Hyper extended his needing over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe, Joe, okay. Yeah, I just wanted to say uh, more to what Fred said about the Jets. Um, I got a feeling that the uh, Buffalo Bills and especially Josh Allen are really going to be up for this game because there's been so much hype about the Jets, and they're going to want to put them in their place. We'll see I, what I think it's also going to be hype on the Bills side. They're going to be emotional with I think with Demar Hamlin back on. Yes, you know, that's I, I think I think it's going to be. A, very well. I think it's going to be a very emotional game. Also, yeah. you know, right in the Meadowlands. You know, it's it's nine eleven. I think it's going to. It's, I think it's going to be a very emo- yeah. emotional night yeah. in, in in general. For, for, you know, for, for for more than just football reasons. Okay, gotta get the phone. Yeah, Michael. Uh, Michael? No, I just want to say to Fred, uh, the one thing that the Giants have over the Jets. Uh, I think we have as most sports fans have a lot of conf- confidence in the coaching. Yeah, he seems like a terrific coach. So that's something that you have in your favor. Yeah, and well, uh, right. I by the way, I hate Dallas, so I'm rooting for the Giants. Yeah, should. <laughs> and 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 Michael, I mean, I don't know if the, the Jets coaching. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm watching. I, I, I mean, you know, Hackett. Hopefully, you know, I don't think he called okay. the plays when he was in Green Bay. So he's going to call the plays now. 
right, who's talking in the background? We can't have that. Mark, just mute him. Mark, Mark I spent the summer okay. watching Hackett because in Colorado they have every preseason second of the yeah. Denver Broncos, and he really sorry, appeared to be a boom. Really, uh, so I'm worried about that, and uh, I'm worried about uh, uh, Salah. You know, it's time will tell what will happen, but they're that and, good of a team. And the one good thing about the Jets and Giants both is that they have no major injuries among the top 22, you know, their starters. Mm-hmm. Sort of, Not you know, unlike some other teams. So hopefully that will, you know, stay. Barkley you know, wants to prove himself. Who does? No. Good Yeah, That helps. Somebody is going to get seriously hurt in these games, I guarantee it. So anyway, I'm just a, such a pessimist anyway. All right, let's move on. MC from D.C., finally, sports report. What do you have for us? Yes, sir. No sponsor this week? Oh, sponsored by rats. <laughs> rats. <laughs> rats. You mean rats that crawl around in the sewers? That Those kind are of... rats, yeah. Those are rats. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, I have a couple of quick comments, and then I'll get to that. Uh, with regard to the uh, Mets, if they wanted to have set up pitchers, why did they let uh, Seth Lugo go? I mean, that makes no sense. He wanted, no, no, Mike, he was a free agent, and he wanted to be a starter. He wanted to be a starter. They weren't going to be starter. Well, okay. The guy was spending $350 million already. I mean, you know, give Lugo a little extra. Tell him he can start in spring training, and then they'd see. Who knows? Yeah. They anyway, were, yeah, and he's been a successful starter, too. With regard to the New York Yankees, uh, uh, now I understand the uh, uh, how how we came across the or how we came about the saying uh, "Hope Springs Internal," because uh, <laughs> I look at the standings and uh, I don't see it. I, I agree. Don't think to be in the playoffs this year, but who knows? Could be wrong. And also um, the injury. I thought of the name of it. It's a UCL injury to Otani and to. Uh, before him, Brock Purdy, and it stands for ulnar collateral ligament, I believe. Right. So that right. fills in that. With regard to D.C. sports, pretty quiet scene. Most of the action is up in Baltimore, where, as you know, the Orioles uh, continue to do well. Um, you know, I play uh, competitive bridge, and when we have a bad session, we look at each other and say, uh, well, that was character building. So that's kind of what the Nationals are doing. They're building a lot of character uh, this year. They were hot for a while, but then they lost six in a row before they finally won one yesterday. But the big news coming out of the Nationals camp is that they fired their head of uh, Caribbean scouting operations about mm, a week ago, 10 days ago. And yesterday, we, we, uh, we learned today that they fired 10 or more scouts from that region. Now, if you if you wonder why, well, they have a team that plays in some kind of Caribbean league uh, of just consisting of players from there. And this year, that team went 11 and 29. Mm-hmm. And I guess the feeling was that maybe this guy was putting a lot of his relatives on the payroll or whatever, but they were not producing. And it was time to clean house and move on. With the Washington franchise, you could never be sure when it might not be cost savings, you know, because this franchise has had some problems. But in this case, I suspect the record speaks for itself. And my final comment with regard to the Washington scene is, you know, 
nobody's played any games in the NFL, and it's it's almost impossible to say this is a must-win game. But for the Washington Commanders playing at home against Arizona, if they lose this game, things are going to look kind of bleak. They're favored by seven, which is probably as big a margin as anybody's favored by this week. But this is this is a must-win for them, and I expect they will win too. Although they have a little problem with Terry McLaurin, uh, he's uh, got a bad toe and may or may not play. But other than him, they're healthy, so they should win. Who, who's your quarterback again? I forgot. Sam Howell. Right. All right. That's right. Sam Howell, North Carolina. And Arizona starting some guy. Dobbs. I think his first name Dobbs from yeah. Tennessee. From Dobbs. Dobbs. Red Joe Dobbs, Dobbs. Joshua Dobbs, I think. Red Sea Dobbs from playing for Treasure the- of Sierra Madre. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Somebody got All right. it. Thank you for that. Always good to hear what's going on down there. All right, let's move on. You know, how come the Mets and the Yankees were both off on Labor Day? Well, didn't that stink? Yes. That's crazy. I don't crazy. understand. It used to be always doubleheaders on Memorial yes. Day, doubleheaders yeah. on Labor Day. Yep. Back yep. in those days. Yeah. Now, no games. They don't I care about the working man. They don't give a damn. July as well? And 4th of July? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 4th of July didn't play either. But I also couldn't stand... No, no, the, I think it was Memorial Day. I think the Yankees did play in the 4th of July. Yeah. Both, 4th of July was a Tuesday, so they both probably played. Oh, maybe. But Memorial Day, the Monday holidays, not everybody plays on the Monday yeah. holidays. What I didn't like this year is that on Friday, this past Friday, the Mets were on Apple TV and the Yankees were on Prime TV. Right. <laughs> so if you don't That's have any of those services... You didn't watch any Yankee or Met games. And the same thing is happening. And guess what? Met, but, but two of the Yankee games Spectrum. in Boston are on Amazon. Yeah. Oh, and if you live in this, if you I live in Queens. Services, so I'm not worried about that, but I'm just speaking in general for the average person who wants to watch a and game. And if you live in Queens. And if you have Spectrum, you have you're in, well. Spectrum, you're not going to see ESPN. You're not getting any ESPN. Yeah. You're not going to be watching any. You're going to have a hard time with the Jet game Monday unless they come to a resolution. It's a good thing you don't watch General Hospital like me, because I. <laughs> I got you can come out I, here, Mark. I got, I got fire, so I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so the Pets were officially eliminated today from winning the National League East. In case you were wondering. <laughs> yeah. What a I started laughing myself. So Ronnie Maurizio. Mauricio, uh, off to a fabulous start. Do you see his first hit? That 117.3 mile per hour uh, double? No, I didn't. It was, on Apple. it was on Apple TV. I couldn't see it. Yeah. A hardest hit by a Met this year, including sort of highlight. by Alonzo. <laughs> which I it was a laser shot. Yeah. Now he's on a five-game hitting streak to start his Met career. The record, in case you're wondering, is seven. Daniel Murphy in 09, and Keith Miller. Remember Keith Miller? He had a seven yeah. streak yeah. in 1987. I know. Yeah. So DiMaggio doesn't have to worry too much, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't enough games left, right, Roger? How about, how about this? Now I'll that- continue it into next what, what about for next season? Would it carry over? That, I, mean, I think they do carry it over, yeah. If oh, a guy gets his 57 straight games games over two years. Imagine that. They're not calling the Yankees kids kitty core. They're calling it something else. Did anyone know what they're calling it? 
Baby young bombers. Guys. The baby bombers? The young guys. Youths. 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 Faraz is 22. Volpe is 22. Wells is old. 20. He's the old man. Uh, Oswaldo Cabrera is 24. Johnny Brito is 25. And Randy Vasquez is 25. How now about- we have a lot of mustaches on the Yankees. You're allowed mustaches, right? Keep yeah, that. but yeah. a lot of them now. You're the only clean shaving. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Volpe with the Yankees, the first time I think I... Uh, 20 homers and 20 stolen bases. Is that yep. Yankee right. or shortstop, or is that? First? No, first Yankee. First, first Yankee to do it. But it's rookie. been done several times by rookies. What's his batting average, Fred? I don't know. what. I can look it up. Probably what, 220? I don't know. Yeah, I think about 220. Not average but, this year. Yeah, but, but there's only like seven guys in the major leagues hitting over Jerry, 300. If you want to look at the batting average, as I said, for the last three weeks, it's, uh, yeah. it's decent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Uh, the Mets uh, did some firing. They fired their director of player yeah. evaluation. They director yeah. of baseball yeah. development, uh, performance director. I wonder yeah. why. I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, they're clearing the decks for uh, Stearns. Yeah. And uh, let's see. Oh, Carlos Carrasco. Remember, he was put on waivers. Nobody, right. No one took a bite on him. So you stay yeah. with the team. And then uh, he put no, it and never came out of the bullpen. And then he dropped a 50 pound dumbbell on his yeah. <laughs> done for the year. Right. Can I, can, I tell you about, can I tell you about another story about a guy getting injured? What do you got? This was in Sports Weekly. Evan Longoria hurt his back. And you, you know how he said he hurt his back? Oh. He uh, twisted oh. it, coming up, getting off the toilet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he said. Really, that's what he said. Weston, 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 there was one guy, what was his name? He was on the Rockies years ago. He was carrying some venison up the stairs or down the stairs in his house, and he tripped. Uh, some guy named ba- Clint Barmas, I think his name was. Yeah. Hey, look, the worst injury in baseball was a Roldis Chapman getting an infection on his tattoos. That was rough. Uh, Roger, or, or, what do you or want? Or Eddie to- Wake is getting shot. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Right. I think Wade Boggs one time he was taking off his fried boots, same kind of thing he yeah. threw back at or something. You know, this guy's yeah. also crazy. They're only human. Yeah. Hey, They're entertainers, that's all. Uh right. let's see. Aaron Judge, two hundred and fifty plus home runs. Yeah. Fastest to two fifty in eight hundred and ten games. Ryan Howard to eight fifty five. He's only playing how many games this year? Eighty something? Yeah, eighty-two, something, eighty-five, and and you, Giancarlo Stanton, hit number four yeah. country. Congratulations in fifteen hundred twenty games, the fourth fastest to four hundred. 
That surprises me. Mostly because he's been injured so much, and yet he's still up there. And he yeah, hit a ball. True. He hit a ball yesterday, I believe, at 119 miles per hour. A yep. comebacker to the off the Tigers. Uh, Matt Manning's foot and broke his foot. Yeah, for the second time this season, I You know, yeah. when he hits it. He hits it hard. When he hits, yeah. it, when he hits it, exactly. So he's a bad ball hitter. That's all. Week, I, I heard that Bryce Harper hit his 300th home run. And oh, I got look. I got looking at uh, the the time. Bryce Harper. Who's hit? Which active players have 300 or more home runs? Can you name? The the players who are still active have three hundred or more home runs. Cabrera. Cabrera. Cabrera is number one at five ten. Joey Votto. Joey Votto at three fifty five. Stanton. Stanton at the four hundred. Four hundred. Yeah. Um. Come on. You mentioned one before who had an injury off the toilet bowl. Longoria. Longoria. Three forty two. Really. Oh. Really? Nelson Cruz, four sixty-four. He's still uh, he's still on the roster. I don't think he's active. I mean, he I got he's on the roster. He, he was active. Nobody picked him up, right? No one's going to pick him up. What about Trout? Trout must have three hundred. Yeah, great. Eight. Uh, Nolan Arenado, three twenty-five. Machado, three hundred eight. Goldschmidt. Goldschmidt, three thirty-seven. Freddie Freeman. Uh, 317, it might be one more since I wrote this. And Jay Jay is 307. And, of course, George uh, Cabrera passed George Brett on the all-time hit list. Um, He's in 17th place at the moment. Congrats to Francisco Alvarez. Every time I watch, he doesn't do anything, but he hit his – his 20th homer has been don't watch at the right time 21st 22nd younger one other catcher ever did that and that was bench in 1969 yeah yeah what else and they said they're going to continue the pitch clock during the postseason that was right yeah but the ghost running disappears mark yes 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 didn't mention that Josh Donaldson was signed by the Brewers. <laughs> oh, seriously? Yeah, they signed them, and he's on a on the minor league contract. What, if, if, does anybody know if a guy like if he was with the Yankees, he, he supposedly couldn't come off the disabled list till September fourteenth? But if he goes to another team, does he does he does that still hold? I would think so. I would think so too. Uh, I would think it would. Yeah. I don't know. And remember all well, the hoopla with Ellie De La Cruz. With the Reds, how he started his career. I hope yeah. you can follow him. Unbelievable speed, fantastic yeah. arm. He, he throws the fastest, I think, of any, any professional player. Uh, I remember he hit a cycle one game. Yeah. The last I looked, he was batting 239. Now it's up to him to make the adjustments. So we'll yeah. see what happens. But he's, uh, he's a talented kid. And the Reds are still, okay. Reds are still up there. Yeah, two bays with the Reds. Um, surprise teams. Uh, Altuve. Altuve. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. I, I, I to admit, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. What do you Absolutely. Think? Yes. Not a home run. Morgan's turning over in his grave. Three in a row the other day. One in the first three innings. Yep. 
Home run, home. I mean, it's 15 all How years. many other guys have done that? I think they said so. Yeah. And I, well, not four, a lot. I think so. Four? Yeah. Four, I think, yeah. Really? And, 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 the, and the Pirates have recalled Miguel Andohar, giving him another chance. I hope he's successful. The Pirates. Good. Andohar. I noticed the Pirates are doing pretty well lately. Uh, they can not, not make the playoffs this year. And how yeah. about last year's Mets? Chris Bassett and Taiwan Walker. Twenty-seven and twelve. Right, yeah, but the ERA's in that good mark. You heard it here first. What? That's good offensive, offensive support, but the isn't, ERA's in nothing to write home. Isn't Bassett in the threes? Would you want uh, one Walker on the Mets right now? But yes, but but Gerald, have you looked at Bassett, their games? Yes, Walker on the ear. Are their ERA's ERA skewed if they're high because of one or two? Bad games. You really need to look beyond beyond the numbers. You could look at the pitching log. You're absolutely right. For beyond sure. the numbers, you really yeah, have to. Yeah, you could do that. I mean, I mean, I mean, like if somebody, one of those guys, had a game like Scherzer, seven runs in in three innings. Yeah. they have yeah. one Not game like that. Game. That's going to skew it. Yeah, I get really, it. Yeah, the newspaper. Yeah. You know, you need to look have all the statistic the leaders. You know, hits and and and, and batting average, home runs, RBIs. Then they go down to the pitching. The top pitcher. The other day in the in the National League was Chris Bassett. I think he's yeah. 13 and 7, and they consider that the best pitcher in the National League. He's the American League, Bassett. Yeah. All right. What else do we have? Of course, you heard the Julio Urias. Dodgers are in big trouble. Second time domestic violence, yeah. at least on a bond. Of course, that's no problem. But didn't travel with the team. Who else got hurt in the Dodgers? Was it uh, paid was it Kershaw again? Hey, he's getting paid. Got a bad back, I think. Uh, well, Kershaw is, uh, is 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 problematic. They want him. To yeah. So now they pitch. lost. They lost their two best pitchers. The Dodgers. And, They're in big trouble. And that other guy, yeah. Gonsolin, I think, is out for the year. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's great. Yeah, three sixty nine for Bassett ERA. Three six nine for Bassett. Yeah, all right, very good. Right. Uh, Andrew, Jerry. Oh, I think. Are there any more facts on what happened with Urias? Does anybody know anything no. about what actually no. happened? Domestic violence. Domestic violence. Is what we well, heard. I know that a woman accused yeah. him. Of, yeah. They were at a soccer stadium or something, and yeah, with a woman who accused him of, of doing something. Right. But do we know anything more than that? No. Let's see. I mean, Let me see. You know, I'm looking at the audio. I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the AP story today. Let's see. Yeah. And but remember, in in May he was arrested again for altercation with a woman in the parking lot in May. May. Sounds like her well, mom. May, yeah, but not May of this year. I think that was May of a few years. Ramon did it with his own wife. It said here authorities yeah. offered no details on the circumstances of the arrest. But they've asked for witnesses to come forward. Uh-uh. He'll have his day in court. Yeah. Well, he'll have his day in court, but it, it's just not clear from the stories what actually yeah. happened. Well, they're not going to tell us everything, of course. Yeah, it's a, well, they're not telling us anything. Personal. Yeah. Discovery process. We think the worst. Yeah. That's yeah. sort of the way it comes across to me, too. You know, you know. But Mark, Mark. he's going to be playing because uh, it could be the worst. You know, it could it be. Could be. Could be. It could be. He could, could be. be suspended, you know, for a year. Could be. Yeah. Gerald. The Taiwan walk has a four point one five ERA and he's fifteen and five. I submit to you if he was playing with the Mets, 
he would not have that one in the list record. <laughs> the bullpen would have blown plenty of games, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, unfortunately, Andrew McCutcheon was back. Yeah, where he started yeah, he from. He got hurt. He tore his yeah. Achilles tendon. Yeah. Uh, really. Achilles tendon. That's probably it for it him. It might be over. Yeah. 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 A quick note for him is that he just has 299 home runs. Oh, is that right? Just the 300. Yeah. yeah, I just looked it up. Yeah. What a shame. Pat Corrales, yeah. I think we talked about it last year. Bre- he died. Yeah. Catcher, yeah. I think, for the Reds. Yeah. Uh, he was better known as a manager more than a player. He had a life right. uh, 216 batting average. <laughs> uh, four homers and 54 OB- RBIs in nine seasons. But we know him. Uh, he once played backup with Johnny Bench. Right. Like the World Series. He grounded out to Brooks Robinson for the final out as Baltimore won the series from the Reds. But he managed the Texas, Cleveland, Philadelphia, coached with the Braves under Bobby Cox, uh, other various uh, teams he, he worked with. So uh, he's gone at 82. Um, anybody else have a baseball story? Before we can move on to something else, Mark, just one quick thing. Yeah, you know what? I was just thinking that you know, ever since Stanton got hit in the face when he was with the Marlins, I think that is always in his mind. If anybody pitcher throws close to him, he glares at them. But I want to tell you, I read a story. I don't recently. I think it was by a psychologist that to be in that batter's box. You have to actually black out everything on your mind to concentrate because of the way those pitchers are throwing at such speeds, how difficult yeah. it is. And a number of players, I know in the past, just one that comes to mind, Paul Blair, had to have a psychologist before the games talk to him if they got hit in the head. Yeah. It's with the Yankees or Baltimore. But right, right. I didn't re- when you I was I always thought about that when you're in that batter's box and you're trying to just concentrate on that pitch. It's got to be on your mind, especially if you once got hit like that. Right. That right. Uh, it's very hard to concentrate, and I think that um, Stanton that's part of the problem. Why he strikes out so much? Well, we Either he's not standing he's close the- enough, or his, yeah, his stance. It's possible the way he stands, but he's trying to see the ball better rather than... He's really closed. We tell the kids years ago, get that elbow up. Right. About your armpits. And meanwhile, he's just the opposite. Of course, he brings it up as the ball's coming in, but the way he stands, he looks so uncomfortable. I know. It's a fine line because he can find that stroke. He doesn't attack that ball directly. That's why it's a lot of balls to right field. Right, but yeah. it's a fine line. Once he finds it, if he finds it, it, the sky's the limit. I know. But I've seen him glare at pitches that didn't hit him, but just threw close to him. A lot of I players, mean, he, once they get hit in the head, they well, he had to have his face rebuilt. His, neck, his jaw, everything was broken. Yeah, yeah. yeah Joe. I was going to say, I think the same thing happened to David Wright with the Mets. Yeah, he got hit. Yeah, Matt Kane, I think. Yeah. Roger. 
Yeah, and Tony Canigliaro was not the same after that. Yeah, too. yeah. it's funny. He came, he came back, and then something else happened, and that was you know he would have had some career. Who, who was the pitcher that he had? He had a, he had a problem with his eyesight. Jack, Ham, Jack Hamilton. Jack Hamilton. Jack Hamilton. Trivia. Fat Jack. Deepest Jack. 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 Fisher. Fat Jack was Fat Jack Fisher. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll well, tell you another thing. Gil McDougal. first name right. Gil yeah. McDougald was never the same when he hit Herb Score Herb's with the battered yeah. ball. Yeah. 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 By the same token, by the same token, pitchers are very, very vulnerable. Uh, when they complete their release, they're probably fifty-five feet or less yeah. from the batter. And with, with exit velocities being 119 miles an hour plus, that doesn't mm -hmm. give them a lot of time to react. Nope. No. That, that's, that's a very field, I think, because of that. Okay. Let's go on. We have a few minutes more of other things to talk about. The tennis. Any guys watching the tennis? What do you think? Yeah. 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 No? No. <laughs> Getting games today. Spectrum, Mark. Spectrum is denying us. No. <laughs> Roger's texting about it without watching Spectrum. it. I get pop-ups on the phone. Are they playing the women's semis now? I thought they were playing tonight. 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 Okay. And they're playing tomorrow. Yeah. Wouldn't it be cool if Keys was against, uh, what's her name? Coco Gauss. Coco Gauss. Still American. Yeah. Cool they look great. Keys is playing Sabalenka. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'd I'm like to see Keys win, but I don't know if she will. Keys, yeah. Yeah. Michael? Yeah, I just want to address the uh, the Spectrum and uh, Disney problem. Um, it's really uh, a, a terrible thing if you really yes. wanted to follow the sports. And I think I mentioned last week, my son bought me a an, an antenna, a digital antenna, and I'm going to put it up so I can watch the jet game on Monday. But... Yeah. I got to tell you, uh, with the tennis, it was very, very frustrating. It really angered me because uh, if you put the uh, TV on, of course, it's blacked out. There's a blurb under there uh, called uh, Disney. But if you look at the screen, okay, you, you, you can't see anything. But you can go onto YouTube. Get a load of this. If you go onto YouTube and you download, you, you know, in the search uh, US Open live, and you go to the U.S. Open Live, it's there live in perfect high definition with perfect sound, but there's a big black mark in the middle of the screen. And <laughs> it invites you to call and, and uh, contact FUBU or Sling or one of those uh, operations. Activism. And actually, it's a money So what I did about it, and I was very, I'm, I'm still angry, I went on Facebook. And if you go on Facebook, there are tons of posts of protests of what's going on. And I wrote to everybody possible that if you're really upset with Spectrum, you should demand that Spectrum gives you a free digital antenna, which they, which would, when Spectrum was Time Warner, that's what they did when they knocked off CBS. So I wrote that to about 30 or 40 people who were posting on Facebook angry. And all of a sudden, I got a, a blurb from Facebook that my messages are repetitive and I must stop. So, uh, I, I would, you know, if I wanted to take the time, I'd, I'd write a letter to complain to Facebook that we, uh, you're not helping me. 
But uh, that's my story with that. I have Time Warner, and on the have it too. Of Time Spectrum. Warner, it says uh, Spectrum. Uh, if you have Spectrum, you're blacked out, blah, 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 because of negotiations. But if you have Spectrum, you don't see that. Or do you see it? If, if you go to Channel 7, or if oh, you go to ESPN, anything that's Disney, all the Disney yeah. channels. Yeah. Okay. But if you have Time Warner, you don't care about Spectrum. Spectrum and Time Warner it is the same. Time Spectrum. Part of Spectrum. Yeah. Time Warner yeah. is Time Warner. Time Warner is Time Warner. I'm sorry. Not the Charter Cable. Of, uh, Fios. Fios, yeah, I have Fios too. Fios that's where okay. I have it. I'm okay. Can't you, can't you go on the ESPN app or the tennis channel? Put it on your on your smartphone and, and see it there. Just read the read the newspapers the next day. Sure. Oh, the men's, <laughs> the men's. What do you think, Alcaraz and uh, Djokovic? That's what it's going to be. Maybe, maybe Shelton like, can uh, Shelton? make it tough for Djokovic. Men well, Shelton, you know, count I saw Shelton, Shelton a year yeah. ago. Shelton was amazing. And I saw him last night. It was a really fine match with Tiafo. Yeah. And you yeah. know, Shelton yeah. deserved to win that match. So the question with him is, has he moved from a kind of a second rater among the Americans, which I, I would have said he was yeah. a year ago, to become one of the best? Of right. the Americans, right. even he, though that may mean he's around tenth in the world or something yeah, like that. I mean, he, he's he's only he, twenty years uh, old, so he's got a yeah. bright future. He serves oh, one hundred forty-eight miles an hour. Yeah, yeah. He's he's like a hundred, yeah, like one hundred thirty-nine miles an hour. Forty miles an hour in a second serve. Yeah, yeah, he's powerful. Yeah. Yeah. serve. <laughs> see how well Djokovic yeah, can return like that serve. serve. Right? Let's see if he can. Well, if you go watch the uh, semis and the finals, we could talk about this. It's a little later today. Very. Interesting. You see, it goes all the way. Right. <laughs> and I didn't talk about this one here. Uh, I saw it on TV. What? Maybe it wasn't TV. Maybe I didn't get to say anything. Justin Turner, you know, who's supposed to be the best kicker in football right now. Right. We know about Justin Turner, right? Justin, Justin Tucker. Turner's with, Justin the Tucker. Tucker's with the Red Sox. with the Red Sox. Justin Tucker with the Ravens, you mean. Uh, That's what yeah, Red's right. 87-yard field goal. Wow. He put, no way. What? Oh. No way. He put the ball on a tee. And during yeah. practice, he kicked it 87 yards through the uprights. Wow. Yeah, but well, in the game, it's not going to be on a tee. So. I just want to... <laughs> So, uh, I don't think we discussed this. At Stanford, California, SMU are going to join the ACC. Yeah. It sounds great for them, but how ridiculous that sounds. Yeah. The last conference. Well, we have California, we have Stanford. Um, you mean the, the Atlantic Pacific Conference? The Atlantic Pacific. Are we going to name it? No, no, they're not changing the name. But <laughs> the great I'm, Atlantic I'm Pacific. Oregon State and Washington State. Nothing new for them. They're going to probably hook up with somebody. Yeah, the Mountain West schools like Fresno State and... Uh, yeah, well, something should happen. This year, everyone's back to what, they're, what they were playing last year. This is all starting next year in 24. And did any of you guys watch Deion Sanders' first game uh, coaching? Sort of second, second half. 42 with his son. You mean Coach Prime. He's changing his name to Coach Prime. Yards and four TDs. How do you say it? Ochocinco. Jador? 
Shador Sanders. I think that's but, a good story. Good but not story. only him. What about that guy? What about the guy Hunter who played offense and defense, caught a couple of touchdown passes, played 150 snaps or so in an interception. We'll see when he gets hurt. And how about Duke upsetting Clemson 28? Great game. First so think, in 34 years they ever beat. So you, you, think the, you think of the Giants' practice on Tuesday? Um, Daniel Jones gave it to Dexter Lawrence. <laughs> Duke guy giving it a clip. I don't, I don't know. But Duke and Colorado are in the top 25 for the first time. But meanwhile, any of you guys watch any of the games last weekend? The football college games? Any of you guys watch any of the games? Yes. Yeah. But I don't, see, they schedule these games. The first game of the year, 95%. I'm just taking that number out. Uh, the big teams give a little school. Come play. You could play us, though, that first game. Yeah, 81-7. It's always a romp unless teams are playing. Like, like Georgia beat UT Martin 48-7. to Washington 56-19 to over Boise State. Yeah, like, but wait. Boise State's a competitive game. That, that was not one of them. Boise State's been a good team for years. 81 what? to 7 over Portland yeah. State. They don't belong in the same uh, state. Yeah. <laughs> Ole Miss, 73 to 7. Syracuse, 65 nothing over oh, Colgate. Yeah. Uh, Memphis, 56 14 over Bethune Cookman. Right? And it goes on and on and on. Yeah. All- 73 nothing Oklahoma over somebody. Arkansas State. 53, Notre Dame. Steven. It's uh, the same in basketball, and it's done for yeah. the payoff. That the uh, the schools that got killed, it's basically their whole budget for uh, recruiting and everything. But then they, yeah, get, a bit, they get a lot of money from, uh, like, the Michigans. But, and they, but then, Steven, I think in basketball you have sometimes, you know, more upsets. Remember if you're using, like, Stephen F. Austin going into Duke and beating Duke? Yeah, because basketball, it, it's it's – or, or even look players, at St. Peter's you know, in the NCAA. Or, or look at Fairleigh Dickinson in the NCAA tournament last year. Yeah. So but no, I'm saying at the beginning of the season. Yeah, right. Georgetown yeah. plays the Cream Puffs. Uh, Syracuse plays the Cream. They all play right, Cream Puffs. Right, in first right, game. right. But, right. But, then you, but it's the same reason. It's for the money for the- Georgia went to UT Martin. UT Martin had to come to Georgia. Right. right. And they, they get a big guarantee. They, they get a they big get guarantee. A big, big, big guarantee. Yeah, yeah. All right. Now, now, how about this one? Sunday. I hope you're up at 12.05 a.m. Why? Because <laughs> uh, Albany is playing Hawaii. Another one. Was... <laughs> Albany playing Hawaii. Who's scheduled? I'm not watching. DVR it. DVR it. It's on some. Yeah, it's televised on. Like now, what school is you... Stephen, what school do you represent? Brentwood? Brentwood, yeah. Brentwood. So Amityville High School has complied to by removing the Indian logo within the school, but is fighting the nickname Warriors. They're claiming it's not just an Indian name. Right. Right. Uh, My wife went, Amityville High School. Is a brave or experienced soldier or fighter? Or the warrior heroes of ancient Greece? I I mean, nobody made a big deal about the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. Right, have they? Well, they're fighting it. Mike Williams died. They should. Anybody remember Mike Williams? 
That was the wide receiver, Mark. Wide receiver, formerly of the Bucks. Good Roger. And another Syracuse alumni, alum, alumnus, 36 years old. This is what he died of, but he was uh, he was great. Uh, a freshman for the for the Syracuse in 06 with uh, 461 yards receiving, and it was all Big East in 07. But he was suspended in 08 for academic reasons. And then in, in 09, he caught 49 passes and 70 TDs. But he quit due to possible suspension after he violated, violated team rules following a car accident. So I guess trouble surrounded him. And I wonder how he died. Nothing was mentioned how he died. The Bucks picked him in the, in the fourth round in 2010 and uh the uh the the uh basketball world cup is coming to an end this weekend uh who's left anybody know the united states is playing germany you guys following this at all can't watch yeah, it we lost serbia's left well, you know that we uh, last saturday the U.S. won a game, not the game they lost, the one they won. There were two lines about the tournament in Newsday. The Post had a nice long article. So I, I don't know what they're doing here. Uh, USA and Germany, Serbia and Canada. Those are the four teams. Right, Latvia got knocked out, yeah. And, uh, Lithuania got knocked out, the team that beat USA. They got knocked out big. Serbia beat them pretty big. Big, big. Who knows? Finals are September 10th. So what is that? That's Sunday. Sunday. 8.40 a.m. Was, was that not a single elimination tournament? Because how did the United States advance? If they once, lost? You get to the, once you get to the second round, it's uh, the first two teams in every bracket. Oh, oh it's still a bracket. Oh. The third round is single elimination. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was wondering about that. Yeah. So uh, let's see what else we have here. That's, my time is going on us here. Oh, I have one, one more story, and then we can go to trivia questions. The remains of the great ruffian. Remember ruffian the horse? Yeah. 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 Was it last ruffian? Did you really like fall in love with ruffian back in those days? It was 1975. Uh, uh, being moved from Belmont Park to uh, Clybourne, the Clybourne Farm in Kentucky. Mm -hmm. They're doing work on the track in, 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 uh, in Belmont, a whole big reconstruction going on in the, uh, the horse uh, track there and all that. Uh, but Ruffian suffered a life-ending injury in the match race against who? Foolish pleasure. Excellent, very good. Remember that? <laughs> the man and the woman. Anyway, yeah. so now they're talking about moving the Belmont Stakes to Saratoga for two years. Really? Yeah. Why stop yeah. the construction, the reconstruction? Belmont's going to be closed for a couple of years. Yeah. I recommend that you go. It's beautiful over there. Yeah. But I, I read that the Belmont Stakes in Belmont is a mile and a half. Right. It makes it unique because you need the endurance. Each race is, you know, one's right. a short race, one's a a mile and a quarter but there's something with the saratoga track that they can't do a mile and a half and it has to go back to a mile and a quarter i don't know what the what that means yeah, I, I saw that same thing too i don't understand it? why they can't go another quarter of a mile yeah. 
Right, push, push, table to finish him. Right, keep running. <laughs> so, okay, we got about ten minutes of trivia questions, and then we can say goodbye to you. <laughs> All right, Milton, you go first on the trip. Right. Um, we all know that Joe Frazier beat Muhammad Ali. Who who was the uh, first fighter to beat Muhammad Ali while he had the heavyweight title? Binks. Which one? Le- uh, Leon. Leon Spinks did it. And could you name the f- rest of the fighters that did beat Muhammad Ali during his career? I think there were five of them. Larry, Larry Holmes. Joe Frazier beat him. Ken Norton, I think. Right, Larry Holmes. Ken, Ken Norton. Norton broke his jaw. Right, Ken Norton beat him. One. You know, I saw that second fight in the Fresh Meadows Theater when they were fighting. Actually, the third fight. Yeah, I, think that I, Ali- I think I did also. Fresh, yeah, Fresh Meadows Theater. I went with my friend. <laughs> yeah. and I got the name of Trevor Trevor Burbeck. One other question. Uh, just one other trivia thing. When Venus Williams won her first U.S. Open in 2000, I was there that night. What song, who sang the song Venus right as she won? A great song. Frank No. Shocking nope. blue, shocking blue. You could play it. Oh. Yeah, shocking blue. But uh, played that song. what was shocking blue's other hit? You know what? I don't I know. Do you know that one? Long Lonesome Road. Right. No. I think that's what. Shocking blue. A good group. Shocking blue. They come. They came and they left. Fred. Okay. Last Friday, the Yankees played for the first time. Since 1984, five players, 24 years or, or younger. Who were they in 1984, the five players? 84. Ross Mattingly. Mattingly. Mattingly is one. Mattingly. Machido. Balboni. Balboni. No. No. Uh, Jerry Kenny. Bobby no. Meacham. Kenny was the previous decade. No, <laughs> he was in the 60s. Yeah. Seven. Don't know. Okay. No, okay. I, no, we're you know what I tell you? Yeah, we're stuck. Yep. Okay. Scott Bradley. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Rex Butler. <laughs> Bobby Meacham. And yeah. Mike Tagliarulo. Oh. The whole infield. The whole infield. Yeah, pretty much. If, if Matt was, Bradley was the catcher. First left field. Bradley was the catcher. Yeah. Matt Angley came up as a left fielder. Bobby Meacham gave out my son Little League awards. Really? I forgot what it was. Who else has a question? All right, Stephen. I got a five five parter. Well, right. it's not. It's one part. The five winningest NBA coaches is the f- top five. Red, Red Arnold. Arnold. Back. No. Uh, Tommy Hines. Popovich. No. Popovich. Popovich is number one. Heinsohn. Are, th- are you talking about percentage? Or Pat Riley. No, one? total victories. Total victories. Pat oh, Riley. Up there? Pat Riley Phil? is number five. Phil Jackson. Popovich. Phil Popovich, Jackson. Popovich, we said, is one. Phil, Phil Jackson. Jackson. No. Mm. Oh, man. Doc Rivers. Steve Kerr. No. Bye. Um, 
Not Al Adels. Someone who, if he won victories, right? You're talking about victories, right? Yeah. Victories, total victories. Someone had to be coaching. A the other three that you're missing are all former players. Larry Brown. No. What? Wow. Tommy Heinsohn. No. No, no Heinsohn either. Coach, but one did coach the, uh, the Bill Russell. Bill Russell. No. No, no, no. My son-in-law just said Jerry Sloan. Jerry Sloan, that's one. Of, that's wow. Billy wow. Cunningham. Billy Cunningham. Cunningham. Nope. nope. Same one is from Brooklyn. Oh, oh, Lenny Wilkins. Lenny Wilkins is number three. Yeah. And the other one played, uh, I think he played college ball at Iowa. Iowa. And he coached. Don, Nel oh, Don Nelson. Don Nelson. Right, he's Iowa. Iowa. Wasn't right. Fred? Hey. Fred, he did play at Iowa, right? Yeah, he did go to Iowa, yeah. Let me see. Michael. Uh, five. Michael. Oh, you ready? Okay. Uh, name the the only three active baseball players who have uh, played at Yankee Stadium and are still active. And oh, I the old Yankees. You mean the old Yankee Stadium? The old Yankee Stadium. All three players have been mentioned in this podcast. Cabrera. No. Uh, Cabrera's one. Yes. Cabrera's Evan one. Longoria. Which Yankee Stadium? The old, the old, old Yankee Stadium. 08 it closed, Mark. <laughs> so, Evan, Evan Longoria. Longoria. Who's that? Evan no. Longoria. Play, no, played for Longoria is number two. Oh, and the yeah. other one was also mentioned in this podcast. Nelson Cruz. No. He's not, he's not active anymore. No. Getting technical on us, huh? <laughs> Who's been around a long time? Right. You yeah. mentioned him in the podcast. Actually, I think you're praising him. That's a good hint. Mm. What position? Playing. What position? You, you want the you want the initials? Okay. Position. Yeah. JV. Oh, Joey Votto. Joey Votto. Joey Votto. Right. <laughs> All right. There you go. Good question. All right, um, Fred. Okay. Who was the first rookie to have 20 home runs and 20 stolen bases in his rookie season? Obviously, it's so the same thing mm. that that uh, yeah, Volpe did, but Volpe. this was the first person to do, first rookie to do it. Oh, Mickey Mantle. No, no, no. Been, could be a Yankee. Can't be a Yankee. I'll give you a hint. This guy was prominently a Met, but he did not do it as a Met. His his most he prominent team is Mets, but, but, but he, this was done with his first, obviously his first team, prior to joining the Mets. Bobby Bonilla? Uh, no. Keith Hernandez? Nope. No. I'll give you the year, 1966. Oh. Wow. Hojo? No. Uh, no. Cleon, no, Cleon Jones was some on the team. Ron, how about Ron Hunt, Fred? No, I'll give, all right, I'll give you another hint. I think he's got a school named after him in Queens. Tommy A.G. Correct. It's what with oh, the Chicago White Sox. White Sox, yeah. Right. Yeah. Sort of, mm, that's a good one. Good one, yeah. Okay. I got it's one. What country's national sport is Buzcachi? Oh, Buzcachi. It's, it's, it's a family program, Mark. S-H-I. <laughs> What kind Hungary. of national sport is Buzz Hachi? It's, it features players on horse 
trying Ooh. to grab a goat carcass. Mongolia. <laughs> Hungary. <laughs> Afghanistan. Buskachi means goat pulling in Persia, in which a horse mounted is in place of goat in a goal. Play in Afghanistan usually played on Fridays and matches draw thousands of fans. Games could last days in a tournament play, but there is wow. a time limit. During the Taliban regime, the sport was outlawed. It was called immoral. Oh, thank God for them. But once Taliban was ousted, the game resumed. <laughs> Buzz Kachi. And we'll ask what you, you found that out. the next one year? Yeah. Buzz Kachi. Mark, where'd you come up with that one? I read it somewhere. <laughs> uh oh, I'm freezing. Oh no. All right, I came back. Woo. All right, a few more, and we got to go. Michael. Okay. The fewest games to hit 400 career home runs. The top five. I'll give you five, four, three, and you give me two and one. Number five is Albert Pujols. Number four is Giancarlo Stanton. Number three is A-Rod. Who were the top two? Sorry in the paper, but I forgot. They do what? Yeah. What they do? The 400, 400, 400 home runs. You hit 400 career uh, home runs. Did uh, in the fewest games. Murray. Who do you got? No. Eddie Murray. One, one did it in your lifetime and one did not. Jimmy Fox. When I mentioned it. 400 career home runs or fewest games. Thanks, Jimmy Fox. No. no. Not no. Jimmy Fox, huh? Never Ott. Who's better than Fox? Name me somebody better than Fox. Did it McGuire do it? And Babe Ruth. Ruth. McGuire's number one. And Babe Ruth Who's is number two. Babe Ruth is number two. All right, one more, then we got to say goodbye, because my, my food is smells really good. Dinner. All right, Fred. Okay. Who has the best strikeout to walk ratio, which is 7.6 strikeouts to one walk in his first, first 50 games pitching in the major leagues? Darren Cole. No, it's, it's, it is a current, no, it's a current pitcher. For what team? Seattle Mariners. It was said Rodriguez. on the Met game the other day. Felix Hernandez. If you guys went, if anybody here, I don't know if anybody here went to the Met game on Sunday, but you, you I, saw him pitch. Yeah, he he pitched. Yeah, he started for Seattle on Sunday. What's that? Uh, Who's he's from, from the Mets? He's, he's from Rye, New York. Hey, tell him. We don't know. George Kirby. George Kirby. You're right, George Kirby. He's George they actually Kirby. Said, they actually Isn't said that comedian? on the Mets game. That's how I knew. Wow. All right, gentlemen, I gotta pull the plug on you. Uh, it's, it's time to for show number one seventy five. I'll tell you that uh, uh, when we get to 200, we're going to have new shirts. Okay. <laughs> All right. Because this, this is like two years. This is like the second shirt. Yeah, my daughter stole that shirt. Uh, and Roger's got last year's shirt. the current shirt, but we're going to go on to 200 shirts. And for all you people who came on since, you know, <laughs> the first time. The, be bicent the bicentennial. Yeah, yeah, it should be really cool. They're working on it right now, but that's 25 weeks away. Right. A little over six months. They said, what's the rush? 
Right. Yeah, right. Wait and see who's still here. Guys, see, have a great week. See you out there. Everybody, you everybody. Take care, Jeff. Good job if you guys. Good night, everybody. I'll see you next Thursday. Take care. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye, guys. Stay safe. Take Very care. See you in school. Yep. Have a great one.